The silence of the forsaken city was intimidating. It was difficult for Zan to believe that it was the same place he had left not long ago. All signs of civilization had been burned away, leaving an impressive metal skeleton of what had once been a marvelous city and a testament to the ingenuity of the Mechana. Xandrith wanted nothing more than to find his way out. His surroundings were depressing enough without the growing concern of the time that was slipping away from him. Xandrith stopped suddenly in his tracks, his churning internal dialogue put on hold by an alarm from his ever-keen senses. He turned his head to the side and listened carefully. The quiet of the forge was punctuated only by the sounds from the broken reservoir. Xandrith kept listening. He had heard something else, a steady clicking sound. It came again, growing slightly louder with the passing of the seconds. It was the sound of claws on metal. Something in the city was moving besides the assassin, and it was coming in his direction. Xandrith scanned his surroundings quickly, looking for a place to tuck himself away. He was far too injured to run, and confronting whatever was behind him didn't seem like a better alternative. If he could find a place to hide and let his pursuer slip by him, he might have a chance. Zan ducked into the burnt remains of a home, passing through the open door without touching it so as not to make a sound. His motion was slowed by his broken leg and his reliance on his makeshift cane, but he still moved with practiced silence. The inside of the home was just as burnt as the outside. Whatever explosion had consumed the forge, it had been thorough. Xandrith was beginning to suspect that it had indeed been the Mechana who had burned their own city as a final blow against the trolls. The totality of the damage spoke of a planned maneuver, not the result of a hastily thought-up action. Zan couldn't help but wonder and hope about the damage they might have inflicted with their massive sacrifice. The assassin made his way deep into the home and then tucked himself under the remains of a kitchen table. It was far from an ideal hiding place, but it would have to suffice with his current level of limited mobility. With any luck, he wouldn't need to hide there for long. He forced himself to relax and listen. The clicking sound was more difficult to hear from inside, but Xandrith quickly picked it up again. It had drawn closer yet, and was accompanied by the dull thud of something heavy walking down the metal road. It was a troll, and a large one by the sound of the steps. Xandrith wasn't sure how the creature had survived the explosion. All the other trolls he had seen had been nothing but ash and bone floating in the floodwaters. He supposed it would have been too much good fortune for them all to be dead. His day hadn't been going particularly well to that point, and it made sense that it wasn't going to get better. That's some negative thinking, young Zan spoke up. He was sitting atop the table Xandrith was hiding under. Xandrith placed a finger across his lips and swatted at a leg that wasn't really dangling in front of him. Young Zan lowered his voice. Does this make you feel better? he asked with a grin. I don't think it's going to hear me anyway. The assassin glared from his spot beneath the table. Imaginary Zan hopped down from the table and crouched down so he could make eye contact with the real him. We're in trouble again. Zan nodded. Young Zan's face grew serious. No, I mean, we're in real trouble, Xandrith. You're hiding under this table, thinking that big guy is going to just walk right on by, but he's not going to do that. Trolls have a keener sense of smell than we do, and you're bleeding all over the place. He's coming for you, and you aren't going to be able to hide. 
Xandrith opened his mouth to reply and then closed it again. Of course, younger him was right. That was why this troll seemed to be following the exact same path he had taken. It was following the scent of his blood. Imaginary Zan nodded. We need to get out of here as fast as we can. This place isn't secure enough. We need some place where we can shut that thing out or it's going to kill us. Crawling back out from under the table wasn't easy, but Xandrith did it quickly. He moved through the house looking for a second way out. The footsteps outside were close now, just beyond the front door. A window opened out onto a small open area behind the house. Xandrith scrambled through the window, making the best of it with his broken leg. He landed on shattered glass, making a huge amount of noise. This game could be amusing, little human, a deep rumbling voice called through the house. How far and how fast can you run with all those injuries?'